0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of BD Radio. We've had a couple of weeks in between, um, but we had a kid, so we've been a bit busy. Well, you had it, actually, you know what? You had a kid. I hate it when people say we had a kid, like I did something. I did nothing. But <laughs> Danielle had a child who is also 50% mine, so I guess I've been around for it.
1: Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad we clarified his cause. <laughs> glad,
0: glad, glad we clarified that. All right. Um, so, we did promise an episode, which is coming, about um, reverse dieting and like making the results you've achieved nice and sustainable. And it's something that we've spoken a lot to our nutrition clients about. Um, speaking of nutrition clients, we've got a couple of openings coming up in the next fortnight. So if that's something you'd like to learn more about, always feel free to shoot us a message anytime. We really enjoy doing it basically, don't we? We do. Yeah, I was saying to someone the other day, like training's awesome and it's so good for your mental and physical health, you know, obviously. But the impact that you can have on your results and your progress just from a couple of hours of chatting nutrition and how to improve your diet with, you know, people who know, I guess, you know, like us, it's like, it just, the impact goes for years and years and years. It's massive. Life-changing. Yeah, life-changing. Does not sell it short at all. Anyway, this is not an ad. Oh, actually, you know what? This episode proudly brought to you by BD's nutrition program.
1: Okay, lovely.
0: Just had to get the reads out of the way. Anyway, today we're talking about Easter. Um, it's Easter this weekend and we've fielded a couple of questions already um, not just from nutrition clients just from conversations in the gym you know it's where we basically get all our topics from is what um, what our clients are asking us and what their conversations between each other are about and we've been talking a lot about Easter which obviously for lots of us is chocolate season um, you know it's a very food-based celebration, I guess, you know, you only have to walk into a supermarket these days to have your eyes just smack bang upon Cadbury as soon as you go in, so we're basically just going to give our top tips on how to handle it, what we do, what we focus on and our best advice really is to what people should be focusing on. Anyway, I've rambled for two and a half minutes, so say, welcome, he, Dan. He, yeah. he How will, are you feeling, Dan? You feeling good?
1: <laughs> he will let me get a word in eventually. Um, so, yeah, we'll just take it in turns. Maybe we'll start off with what we do. Um, and just remember, when you are, you know, reading things, listening to things, remember, always think of it from where are you currently at. Obviously, what we do is going to be very different Um possibly to what you do, we're very... Well, it
0: should be as well because, you know, as we know, it's extremely individual nutrition. She's sort of There raised we her go, eyebrows. cutting me off again. I'll be quiet.
1: Um, so obviously we're quite consistent with most of our nutrition habits um, compared to someone, you know, that is starting and looking at introducing new nutrition habits, all right? So just have a think about where you're at and what... Um, what little things you could do to improve your nutrition over Easter. Okay, so don't don't just automatically go, oh, Danny does this, so I'm going to do this, or Ben does this, so I'm going to do this. However, if you do feel that it is something you could do, of course, take it on board.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's um it's one of those things where. Like consistency is what most people struggle with, you know, and that's what we spend a lot of our time working with our nutrition clients on is how to adjust their lifestyle to help them be as consistent as possible. So, lowering the barriers to healthy habits and, you know, increasing the barriers to habits that don't serve them or their goals as much. So, over the course of this weekend, and it actually comes to point number one consistency matters the most like what you do over a long weekend in the grand scheme of a year is not going to stop you from being where you want to be so point number one don't panic don't over overthink the situation as I just said You know, like this is a celebration time and nutrition goes far beyond, you know, just the X's and O's of calories in, calories out and protein. Like food is a ritual, you know, it's a, it's a social thing. And if you've got, you know, a celebration and an Easter egg hunt with the kids and a lunch with your family, like enjoy it, Yeah, just enjoy it. Like, you know, try not to worry about, you know, it's easy for us to say, try not to worry about it because lots of people still will but i think that's where education is so important and just understanding the impact of your decisions like i think we tend to focus or what we find with our clients is they focus a lot on the anomaly and a little bit less on you know like what we do from day to day
1: yeah absolutely
0: you got any more for that one or are you happy with that one yeah um yeah.
1: no i'm pretty happy with that one obviously you can still like like you're saying a lot of people stress so mm. like They stress about it before it happens. Instead of when you're actually in the moment, just just be mindful of your decisions. Like, if it's something that you feel like you could be quite out of control, like, have a bit of a plan going into it. Like, for me, I actually didn't realize this until I was an adult, and I'm a little bit embarrassed. Uh, I didn't realize that people ate chocolate for breakfast. I thought you were about to say Easter. that
0: you didn't realize that um, <laughs> that Jesus died on Good Friday and oh, not well, Easter that, Sunday.
1: That was another doozy. Uh, um, yes. No, but like just because that was something I never grew up with. We never had Ooh, chocolate did. for breakfast, so I actually didn't know that that happened um, until so, she started going out with me. Until I started going out with Dan, but. You know, think about where you're at and what you do and what your traditions are, like as a family, and that's okay. Whatever they are, if you love your traditions, you do your traditions. Um, but what you do around that, it becomes really important. Okay, so for me, the biggest thing is for myself and my children. I like to have breakfast. Okay, and it's it's still a good breakfast. It's still a breakfast we wouldn't normally have. Like it's still like a treat, like hot cross buns. Um, well, it's not a treat for me. I she has fruit toast every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is something that we still really enjoy. And, yeah, I feel like it sets sets me up for the day by having breakfast.
0: Yeah, it just it takes away the, you know, like, oh, I've eaten, you know, half of my chocolate eggs or whatever. I should probably not have any more. But like, it just continues that normality. Yeah. Um, I mean, also... it. Dramatically increases your nutritional quality as well. You know, like if you're able to get some good healthy fats, healthy carbs, healthy proteins into you, I mean, obviously that's going to be a lot the better than Cadbury. That's what I'd say.
1: Well, if you're if you are satiated to some degree, then you're less likely to have overeat on the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Less of the stuff that is less ideal. Yeah. Um, I still eat chocolate on Easter. I really like chocolate, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm a dark chocolate gal. Um, which is another thing, which brings me to, um, if you do, if you are someone that struggles with volume, and you do like the darker chocolates, that's a really easy way to regulate. Yeah. Um, because you just, you simply can't have as much of it.
0: It's just not as palatable. I and mean, like when I say palatable, I mean like stuff that you eat that makes you want to have just more and more and more. Like it's hands your taste buds going, like oh that was awesome, and it it's very hard to regulate your hunger on hyper palatable foods like chocolate, like ice cream, like potato chips, like all that, all that yum stuff, really. Um it's a lot easier to regulate your hunger signals on bacon and eggs. Yeah. You know, something like that in the morning. And I think that's just a really good initial tip is just to make sure you fill up on the good stuff before treating yourself to a couple of the other things.
1: Yeah, definitely. Point Moving two, on ben.
0: point two is maintain your activity now i think a lot of people think oh i've had a heap of chocolate i should train more <laughs> guys you should never be reactive with your exercise you should never try to earn food with your exercise exercise and training is a way of like celebrating and progressing what your body can always do it's not an investment in you then eating more Yes. That's not how it works. It should never be viewed as that. Um, that can be quite an unhealthy way to view training. It's um, you know, something that definitely I've been guilty of in the past. And I think also as well, guys, just uh, like I don't want to burst your bubble, but an hour of lifting weights is probably like maybe the equivalent of the Easter Bunny's ears. <laughs> like it's just – it's not, it's not as effective as you think in, you know, like – earning calories to eat later on or something like that so like you should exercise purely for your physical well-being your mental well-being and like and that alone not because you want to eat more
1: yeah so an example like we're going away this weekend we're closing the gym for easter um so when we say stay active like we won't be doing a session we'll be going for a walk
0: yeah Heading down um, to yeah. Fort Nepean or something like yeah. that. Yeah,
1: So we're still doing something active, but we're enjoying our time, enjoying the break. It doesn't mean that you have to do, you know... 600
0: burpees on the beach because you overate on Sunday.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's just movement, all right?
0: Yep. Um, so eat breakfast, stay active. Eat breakfast, we can move on to you know like eat lunch and your dinner as well but start with brekkie and you'd be surprised i mean this is all simple stuff like we're not kind of breaking the mold or you know delivering any earth shattering advice here but it's simple stuff that if followed will basically get you to where you want to be yeah. as we try with all our all our advice
1: yeah i like number three and we kind of touched on this before
0: um yeah number three stick to the plan I think anyone who, I guess, if you're a little bit worried about what could potentially happen this weekend, like if in the past you've had a bit of a crack, I guess, you know, like trying to stay on track and you end up having a couple of eggs and maybe slipping a little bit, come up with a plan before and do your best to stick to it because I guarantee even if you don't execute the plan 100%, it'll still be better than if you had no plan, you know, and that's what... We've experienced a lot with, you know, like just being more mindful of my intake and, you know, like I, I, I guess when people say like, oh, you know, I didn't quite have as much protein as we chatted about that, like I should, but it's still better than if you had no plan at all. Like,
1: and improvement. Yeah.
0: And clarity can help so much with... Um, motivation as well is like, nah, I knew I was going to have a couple of eggs. It's all good if I just wake up and go for a walk tomorrow morning and have my is a bit of a reset. I know I'll be fine. You know, like if I just tick these boxes, I know I'll be fine. At the other end of sticking to the plan is accepting the consequences of the plan that you've set. Like if you're, if you're like allowing yourself the, Freedom, I guess, to eat some chockies. Don't then wake up on Monday and be upset.
1: Yeah, and punish yourself. Yeah,
0: because that was part of the plan. So you you know, we just accept the consequences of the action and just move on as fast as you can.
1: Yeah, and simply, if you don't want that, like if you know you're the person that wakes up feeling guilty, just have a think. Like, have a think about it. Would you feel better not eating the chocolate, or would you feel better eating the chocolate and feeling guilty in the next day? like what works for you?
0: Yeah. And that is literally a five minute, either conversation with us or conversation in your own head that will really put your mind at ease Monday morning, regardless of what happens. Yeah, Cause I think that a lot of people give themselves a no win situation. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I'll have a bit of chocolate. But in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, I'm still trying to progress towards my goals. And then they wake up and they're like, I haven't done either of those things.
1: Yeah, sometimes I do think that it does help talking to someone else about it rather than yourself because sometimes you can confuse yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, for example, like we've had conversations um, together, like I asked Ben, do you want normal chocolate this Easter? I always tend to get... Um, like panna or something like that. Yeah. Like for myself. Six
0: bucks an egg. That's what we only have four. <laughs>
1: um, so like we've had that conversation between us. I always tell my mum, you know, don't don't get me chocolate, or if mm. if you do, she'll get me again a block of panna. Like she knows that I don't want yeah. like a packet of eggs.
0: I, f- I feel like I'm a pretty good example actually. So in the past I've been like, Hell yeah, like Easter, can't wait. It gets the M M&M and M eggs; they're my favourite. The Oreo eggs, and I end up like I end up just having like, not more than I need. It's just sort of like I would rather enjoy some chocky on Sunday and then Monday get straight back to what I normally do. Like I don't want so much chocolate where it's like, God, if I eat all this, I'm going to be crook. So hmm. you know, like it drags say, into the next day. Yeah. So here you go.
1: Sorry, like figure out what kind of person you are, like. We we discuss this all the time, like both yeah. you you and I. Like self awareness goes are, a long are way. Are you someone it? that if it's in the house, you're eating it till it's gone? That's not me. Like William and I have Easter chocolate for half the year.
0: <laughs> I used to be like that, but now I'm not. Yeah. So like we we've have had, we've had M and M's in the fridge for weeks now. Yeah. That ben, being said, yeah. they're unopened. That's true. Now if they were opened, <laughs> different story. Be like, who's eating the eggs? I'd be happy to point the finger at the kids and be like, well.
1: Yeah. Ben's <laughs> sister bought us. Um, our favorite choc, some of our favorite chocolate when Harry was born, and it's um, still in the fridge. It's so, lasting well. Yeah, um, and yeah, William's quite the same. Like he's happy to have like a yeah. little bit. We leave it in the fridge, and he thinks
0: he isn't, but he's a nibbler, isn't he? Yeah, he kind of
1: he's happy to have too some much. every night. Yeah, um, rather than yeah, he doesn't really. I mean, he can have excess, but he's yeah. not.
0: No, he's not a massive overeater. No, no.
1: Um, and Mia, she doesn't have much refined sugar yet. She'll be on the we healthy eggs. Yet, do we yeah. But she's probably a little bit more of an overeater.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that sort of comes back to my plan. Is like I won't buy myself health eggs. I'll probably eat hers. Yeah. Because you know, people will get her a Cadbury egg and a this and a that. And we've already got her some healthier alternatives, I guess. Um, so I'll just pick away at hers. Yep. Easy. Which hopefully won't be too much. Good plan. Yeah, great plan. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so, so that's sort of our, I guess, how we tend to handle it. Um, the last one, and we sort of briefly touched on this, is uh, well, not briefly. I guess we spoke about it a little bit, but it's good to just put a bit of a rubber stamp on it. Is have a short memory, guys. If nothing goes to plans, like worst case scenario is I was trying to be good and I botched it. Like you just shrug your shoulders and and move on the best thing you can do is have a good breakfast the next day and get right back on track
1: yeah your year is not over
0: yeah it, it can it's be the hardest good. thing to do is the but it is the best like the more you try and overcompensate with oh well i'll skip brekkie because i went over oh you know like i'll have spinach and ice blocks for brekkie and just sort of like try and do too much like at the end of the day if you get straight back to your normal routine in a week you know three four days you won't even know the difference you just be back to you
1: i was about to say that's probably the most common mistake we see that would be my biggest piece of advice not to do yes yeah. <laughs> do not skip meals because you've eaten chocolate chocolate yeah focus on your meals yeah. and eat your chocolate around your
0: meals cho- springy Sprink. Sprinkle your chocolate around.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't think, I've eaten chocolate, can't have a meal. Because the meals are what we want. The meals are what make us feel good. The, the meals, meals are what satiate us. Yeah. Okay, so please don't avoid eating real food. Yeah. <laughs> They're eating chocolate.
0: And this is sort of, I guess, where the argument of like, oh, you know, a calorie is a calorie, it kind of gets a little bit blurred because there's a big difference between 700 calories of chocolate and 700 calories of roast lamb and vegetables because roast lamb and vegetables will fill me for hours 700 grams of chocolate i spike and then my blood sugars crash and i just want more and more More and more more. whereas if i have like i nail my lamb and i get my protein and my vegetables in and then you know in i'll have a couple of eggs but then i'm good you know like i'm set i don't need to base my meals around chocolate
1: Yep, love it there are yep. easter tips
0: easter tips um we do have a couple of questions i guess um some of the questions are based more around school holidays as well which are coming up yeah not um, far away at all yeah i hope that advice somewhat helps i guess if you're out there and you're trying to formulate a plan if you are out there and you're like oh i'd like a a little bit more specificity to me and my situation shoot us a message believe it or not we enjoy talking about this stuff so it's no problem at all we do um okay how do you get back motivated when you fall off for a while that's a good one how do you get motivated when you fall off for a while
1: I've just seen who sent this and I'll be contacting them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I find it easy just to focus on one thing. Yeah, So the next thing. Yeah. So it's like, well, I've fallen off, but what what have I been doing that has been working and I've really enjoyed and I've seen results by that I've stopped? Mm. Okay, so focus on the one thing. So the one thing that's worked all right and then go back to that for a lot of people it's breakfast yeah so it's like how you start your day yeah positive Um, or coming from behind yeah so that that's that's my advice with falling off for someone else you know it might be they haven't been training and when they train they feel better and make better decisions nutrition wise so get in for a session yeah that first session is going to be the hardest.
0: Well, go for a walk. I, like People don't walk because they don't think that it's like a big enough swing to make a difference. Yeah. Well, you are all mistaken, those of you who think that, because it's huge. It's mindset above everything.
1: Yeah. Or like, yeah, just doing something that you know is going to benefit you and get you to the place where you want to be automatically puts you in a better spot. It doesn't matter what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, Just on that as well, before we move on to the next one. So we talk about habits and consistency a lot. And so many of our, I guess, our most successful clients like really embody that. You know, like they are super consistent. But everyone has a down patch. And it's like, oh, well, what do I do if I, you know, if I break the chain, if I have a week where I wasn't able to train three times, if I have a couple of days where I stuffed up and I wasn't able to have brekkie. And it's like, it doesn't mean that all the previous good like all the previous good work counts for nothing.
1: I was about to say, sit back, what's changed in that week?
0: Yeah. But Have you just, gained
1: five kilos? Yeah,
0: it's like if you Are miss you,
1: like what is it yeah. that makes you feel like it's a disaster? Yeah. Because more often than not, it's not a disaster.
0: We tend to overplay it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's never, it's never as good as you think it is, but it's also never as bad as you think never.
1: it is. Never. We're talking about it today. I was just saying, people love drama. Like, like we watch shows like Maths, like for drama. It's like, okay, I had a week that wasn't perfect. Yeah. That's okay.
0: That doesn't sell. That's not very sexy, is it? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not good at sex. So anyway, if <laughs> <laughs> lucky I make up for it for the both of us. <laughs> so it's like, if you have a bad week, we don't need a ten day detox. No we just need to get back to what we know serves us well but you know it's it's just the philosophy of like oh i missed a workout but i won't miss two you know like okay i missed i missed a meal but i won't miss two like it's just getting straight back to it as fast as you can and try not to get caught up in what you did wrong how badly wrong you did it or You know, like it's just all you can do is, okay, what can I do now that will help get me back on track?
1: Actually, I've just thought of a good one. We've got a client who is extremely, extremely consistent over the past couple of weeks has had a really, really busy schedule that is out of their control. Yep. Yep. Okay. You cannot expect to do what you've always done with the extra load. Yep. With the extra workload, so taking a step back and missing a few sessions is actually going to benefit you 100%. during this time.
0: Yeah.
1: So you really need to attack each situation and look mm. at the circumstances and adjust your behaviour based on that.
0: Yeah, and that's probably comes back to the point that you said about getting an outside perspective on it as well, because um, this client could probably get caught in her own head a little bit and i'm not able to do as much as i could you know am i going backwards like you know i need this to help me perform at my best whereas in actual fact like when outside stresses go up like and you know an extra couple of hours sleep in the morning is probably going to to serve like that moment in time a lot better than smashing out kettlebell swings and air bike yeah you know we can only deal with so much stress at a time yep it's important that we kind of focus our attention on like what will serve us best in that moment
1: yep all right next question
0: nice example dear thanks okay so uh, there's actually a follow-up to this question and uh it reads like this like when it is easter the chocolate time of year and you're busy with holidays and can't get to the gym how do you suggest getting back into it all fitness and nutrition so we've answered the easter part before but school holidays is a good one because it throws a lot of our parents out of their normal routine probably mainly through training times as much as anything like if you'd normally train in the morning or the evening now the kids are home you probably need to bring them to the 9 30 i mean i guess like the overall answer to this is that fitness and nutrition is not something that stops and starts. So it's just something that you need to, I guess, vary the intensity, just as we mentioned, depending on the circumstance. So it's a busier time. You you know, you know, might miss a session to go to... Oh, this coffee man kills me. He comes past honking his horn. Right. <laughs> you, you, know, you might be like, oh, I'm... Doing an activity with the kids, I can't come to the gym. Well, what's the activity? Are you going to the movies or are you walking around the zoo? You know, like there's still very active things that you can do. Oh, the zoo,
1: active. You always just need to look at
0: the bright side. Again, the week is 52 weeks long and we're talking about a two-week period. Like it's not going to be as big of an impact as, you know, you potentially think it might be. You just need to take the wins, like... As much as you can.
1: I was about to say, and knowing this person as well, like um, you do a lot of active activities with your child, which is fantastic. So that that will hold you in good stead on the school on the school holidays. Like, in, in good stead. oh gosh, yeah. I was about to say,
0: <laughs> it's like, you're like you know a what? I, with the noble I, was, I was about to
1: say, I actually got a fair amount of sleep last night, and I yeah. still can't talk. Um, Mia's just waving in the window, <laughs> so. Don't worry.
0: Like, don't stress
1: about it. Move as much as you can. Get in when you can. And, yeah, enjoy, like, doing something different, I guess.
0: Yeah. And if I was to take, like, a really black and white approach to it, which tends to serve me well, not so much everyone else, but, like, what's that got to do with your nutrition choices? Yeah. You know, like, maybe we are having some more social occasions i guess but we can still prep a really good breakfast we can still pack a nice healthy lunch no one's pinning me down and putting eggs into my mouth like i'm doing that i'm in control that's yeah. the mindset that kind of helps me it might be a little bit too harsh for other people i think but that what you know that's what tends to help me in those situations is just that a little bit more ownership, I think really.
1: Yeah. And you do have the tools to do it. I know you do. And I've seen you do it. So yeah.
0: And you can take confidence out of your history there as well. eh? So as I think if this is the first time you try and all this stuff, you don't really have that self belief that you can handle it, you know, but that's also the value in having a coach. Again, this episode brought to you by BD's (laughs) nutrition program. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But that's basically, it is like, just simplify the, the situation, Focus on what you can control. Prepare as best you can. Like all the stuff that you do really well normally, you can continue to do that. Now it just probably looks a little bit different. That's all. That's why we like to be nice and flexible. We don't want to be married to a routine or a food plan or a meal plan or a PDF with this many hard boiled eggs at this time. Like you want to be able to basically adjust it to what you, you know, like to your circumstances. Always.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything more to add, Dan?
1: Uh, was there any more questions? Was there one did I see on the in the group?
0: Oh, no. That was that, was that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I posted that one in. You got um, any news?
1: No, no. We're all good here. Yep. Happy to be back.
0: Not pregnant.
1: Not pregnant. I'm very happy <laughs> to be not pregnant.
0: <laughs> so is William. He, <laughs> he wasn't happy with your athleticism towards the back end.
1: <laughs> he was not. He let me know that... Um, that i was not as athletic when i was pregnant
0: oh, so. he wasn't wrong but there he is <laughs> <laughs> all right hope everyone has a good week has a good easter we will be um chatting about i guess sustainability and how to come out of a diet next week so stay tuned for that yes enjoy
1: will... the break guys yeah
0: enjoy a couple of eggs
1: <laughs> bye all
0: right see ya